Hey friends, I'm Delta Work, and this is another episode of Very Delta, which we are now calling Very Scary Delta, because at Very Delta, Halloween begins as soon as possible and lasts all month long. Today I asked the question, what's the difference between a compliment and a backhanded compliment? I'm also excited to bring my very, very dear friend, the queen of the party, a diva from RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars, a makeup artist on the RuPaul's Drag Race franchise. The one and only Mayhem Miller is here. Do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Do you love black cats like me? Do you write spells in your diary like me? you go to the dark side like me? Do you wear poison by Christian Dior only during Halloween like me? Are you a grave robber like me? Are you the key master like me? Well, if you are, then you must be Very Scary Delta. Very Scary Delta Halloween Worktacular. Hey friends, I'm Delta Work, and welcome to an episode of Very Scary Delta, where Halloween begins on October 1st and lasts all month long. Very Scary Delta is a podcast and a YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite extra special guests to sit on the couch and crash the party. Very Scary Delta is for the woman who has a Zool face and a Gozer the Destroyer shoulder pad. That's right, Mayhem Miller is here, and you get a mayhem, you get a mayhem, you get a mayhem, and you get a mayhem. Let's get into some things, though, that are very Delta. You know what really scares me? A backhanded compliment. Do you know what a backhanded compliment is? It's a qualified compliment. It's sort of the same thing. It's basically saying to someone, I'm going to give you a compliment, but I want you to know that you really had to earn it. It's also saying to someone, you don't really deserve this, but I really have to break one off for you this time. An example would be, you know, you really do look good in red. Or, you know, I'm surprised. You look decent in a hat. These sort of qualified compliments really send me over the top. They always make me feel like I would rather hear nothing from someone than someone tell me why it is I had to earn that or why they're so surprised by something. Something like, I'm so surprised how good you look tonight. That says, I wasn't expecting you to look good, but you actually did. Using the term actually or I'm surprised is a really shitty way to qualify a compliment to someone. I was at a drag show in Palm Springs and I was waiting to go on. Where you wait to go on is outside. And there was a straight couple, I'm assuming, that came out, middle-aged. They looked like they had money. They seemed friendly enough, but they were very, very boozy. And the woman came up to wait for her car and she looked at me and said, I thought you were the best. You know what makes you the best is your attention to detail. And I was already feeling super complimented and feeling really great. And she said, and what really sets it apart is the fat suit. And I looked around and other people heard it. And I leaned in and I said, ma'am, I'm not wearing a fat suit. And she said, without skipping a beat, of course you are. No one's that fat. And then I leaned in and I said, ma'am, 
I'm really that fat. And she said, oh, come on. And then she started grabbing my gut and grabbing my ass and grabbing my hips and says to her husband, come over here and feel it. It even feels real. She was not, she totally could not believe that somebody was that fat in front of her. Almost like she had never seen a fat person in her whole life. It's the weirdest thing. It was so, I wasn't, I wasn't as offended as I was surprised that of the gall and the gumption and the nerve to go up to a stranger and say, the likelihood is that you came to this $10 cover drag show and put on full body prosthetics for us to enjoy. She really thought that somebody would have done that. They didn't just eat their weight in Doritos to get to that point. Like, I don't know why she thought and why she thought that that was a compliment to say that to someone. It's really, really weird how people think complimenting someone doesn't involve any sort of etiquette or manner or anything that involves the way that they would want to be spoken to. Yeah, it surprises me how people will compliment or think they're complimenting and say something. And everyone else is in earshot. You know, Pandora Box was there in the show that night, just face in her hands, shaking her head like, I cannot believe this is happening Actually, incidentally, Pandora Box has this idea of doing like a brief show or maybe even like sort of a runway show capsule collection called The Shoes of Delta because I am known for coming up with numbers that I call my ladies, which would be like older ladies in comedy scenarios. And the outfits will be like constructed from the ground up and they'll always involve either ballet flats or like old lady flats or church shoes. And I like search them out the way that any other queen would search out beautiful high heel shoes and save their money for them. I will find like peach patent leather flats in my size. I will find like rhinestone, like whatever goes with the outfit. I actually don't have the biggest foot in the world. I wear an 11 in women's. That's not really that big. Actually, I think a lot of people are, have it off. A lot of people think that men, quote unquote men, wearing women's shoes are supposed to go two sizes up. They always say that's the rule. That's not the rule. I wear a 10 and a half in men's and I wear an 11 in women's. And I don't, whether it's closed toed or that, maybe I just like pain. I don't know. But I feel more sure-footed. I feel like my, I don't like it when I see somebody's foot in a high heel and it's flapping, unless it's a mule, which I love mules. It's like my favorite shoe ever to wear, like a little sex retary shoe is like, that's my deal. That's my jam. But when somebody has a closed-toed pump and it's like flapping, that's just, that's not it. That's not the polish. I mean, unless, I don't know, maybe you're doing drag on like a very shoestring budget, which in that case, I don't know, build it around tennis shoes. Or you're doing drag on a boat. If you're doing drag on a boat, you can wear any shoes you want. You, I guess you could wear boat shoes. I wear a caftan on a boat. I always wear a caftan on a boat. And you know what else? Ghost shits. Do you know what a ghost shit is? We can save that for another time. But coming up in this episode, Mayhem Miller is here, the queen of the party, RuPaul's Drag Race star, all-star star, a makeup artist on RuPaul's Drag Race. She's here today, and we are going to have a party with Mayhem Miller. Do you want to see me take a break? I think you want to see me take a break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. 
Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online, and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome back. You know, if the eyes are the windows to the soul, my guest has very famous windows. I have known this person for going on two decades. We've had two decades of not just friendship, but two decades of family. Please welcome the one and only Mayhem Miller. Well, hello. Hello. Hi, people out there in the internet world. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Already. Uh, what? Already. Am I doing too much? You put the mask on and you were feeling it. I mean, I am a different person. Are you? Yeah. Do you speak in third person? Do I, like, do I call myself like Mayhem said? Uh-huh. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Why do people do that? I don't, I feel like they have to like separate maybe like for their own sanity or whatever. But I mean, we when we were coming up in drag, it was so different the time. Yeah. And like we were just, whether we were in drag or out of drag, we were, we were just always the same person. Yeah. I feel that's like. that's the truth. Right. You're the same person. Drag is just an extension of who you are. So oh. I'm like, these stupid people. And they're like, no, I switch characters. Bitch, you're not fucking, you don't have fucking a condition with multi-fucking personalities and shit. Is that how you see it? I do. But they're fucking fake asses. <laughs> they are. Already. Already. What? I tell the truth. You aren't like the biggest Halloween, Christmas. Like, that's not your favorite thing. No, I don't like that shit. But as you have, and you know I love all of it, and you and you let you, me love it. No, you don't just love it. You're like a fanatic. Because like, you start Christmas in fucking August. I, if Things are staged. Yeah, things are Halloween getting Halloween starts in July. Right, right. I, I don't understand why. Well, yeah, but you, but you let me love it. I won't, I won't like tell you that you're stupid, but I'll laugh. But you think I'm stupid. I'll laugh when I, when I see you like setting up your things <laughs> and I'm like, why? <laughs> What's wrong? Lining Do you up have numbers? a calendar? Yeah. <laughs> Lining up numbers and I'm like, this is going to be here. <laughs> no, it's so serious though. Like you and Robbie. Uh-huh. I was like, what is with all my friends that they just like to celebrate like, Early and all year long with the Well, I admire Robbie because Robbie Robbie has something for every holiday. Every holiday. Robbie is like the royalty when it comes to like setting up and showing out. Flag day and all of like it. President's Day, like but he's white, so Well, that is true. They're very patriotic. Yeah. He puts a charger plate under like a, a paper plate. I mean he's <laughs> he, he does it all. He really does. And then we'll char- he will like judge you. 
for having red paper solo cups. But I can't stop looking at everything he puts out. It's fierce. No, it's he, so good. She's like the Martha Stewart yeah. of like the gay boys. For sure. For sure. So yeah, you don't love necessarily this time of year, but you really do wrap yourself around it because you have plenty of looks and you've separated yourself where people know you for looks that don't always necessarily have to be a traditional Halloween costume. They're more conceptual. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people know this, but one number that you do... Throughout the year as well, not just Halloween, is the Blue Diva. Yeah. Is one of your Blue Diva. Plava Laguna. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of yours. I love doing that one. Well, I don't like it when someone wants to book me for that out of town, but then expect you to do like a normal number as well. Because I'm like, you do know I had to paint my whole body blue. Right. And then you want me to go out there and do like a Beyonce number. Like, no, girl, that's not going to work. Right. Well, Beyonce numbers are not in my repertoire know-how, but... But yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm like, that's just like a, a specialty. Like, you're going to get this and that's all. Right. But, well, th- does the same go for like Krampus? Is that something? Krampus, uh, I can still maneuver around. I can maneuver about <laughs> around both of them because I can. You've been in shows with me. Right. I'll take it all off and then repaint within 20 minutes. Like, I'll, I'll make it happen if I have to. But, mm-hmm. um, but like Krampus, I'm like, okay, I can still do something else with that because the makeup is slightly different. I'm like, you st- I still have me in there. It's not like a completely different palette. Right. So. Well, but that goes all the way back to like back VIP days. I remember you would like, if we were in a rush, you had a go-to, which was gold leaf. Oh. And it w- but it was so effective. Oh my gosh. I miss those days. Everyone would be like, do you still do gold leaf? And I'm like, I have not done that in a long while. You need to. I'll bring it back. Yeah. It was super effective. Nobody else was doing it. It really would make enough of a statement. And it's one of those things like, and I I don't mean to like categorize it in that, but when you say cheat for camera, when someone doesn't know like, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, maybe you're you're only seen from here up, so you only do here up. But that makeup, if you know how to do that technique, no one knows what time you save to do it. Yeah. It's the payoff. It's, it, it looks great when you do it and if you do it right. Yeah. Um, but I haven't done it like in a long time because I stopped stealing. Damn. And back then I was stealing drag. So I would go in places. I'm not going to say So this is just like, (laughs) just, just right before the pandemic, you stopped stealing. (laughs) Well, you know, once the, uh, the PPP loans came in, I was fine. Right. Um, yeah, no, it was easy to steal gold leaf because I would just put it in my pants and walk out the store. Damn. But you, now didn't I have hear, money. you didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. You're not going to go steal gold leaf. <laughs> no, kids. I don't encourage stealing drag. If right. you're going to do it, save your money and do it properly. But if you had a time machine and you were taking it back to the turn of the century when we were doing all these <laughs> kinds of things, it would be different. But this, so the, we're talking about the gold leaf and then some of these uh, other conceptual makeups that you've done or makeup applications that you've done. Um, all of this sort of led also to working behind the scenes. And not everyone knows, but you work behind the scenes in television uh, doing makeup. Yes, I yeah. do. I Makeup was a passion for me at the beginning of my drag discovery. Like, I wanted to be a makeup artist. That's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, stumbled upon drag and just ran with it once it started working out for me. And always in the back of my mind, I wanted to explore, like, the option of going back to makeup as right. a profession. Um but I just was always afraid of it until I got the opportunity. Um, Drag Race called one day and was like, hey, um, we need you to come and do makeup. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And I was like, wait, I don't think I can do this. Like, I've not done that. Like, And on that level, on right. the, in that scale, I was like, 
girl, I was doing like quinceañeras and <laughs> little well, I mean, that's where... bridal parties here and there. Sure. But yeah, I finally got the opportunity to get my feet wet doing makeup uh, for television and movies. And Well, that's the, that's the training ground. That's where you like sort of like, you know, uh, what do they say? Like, you know, you, 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 you put in the work to learn how to do things so that when you do get those opportunities, you already know how to move fast, how to make uh, what's what's going to be the default, what's going to be, you know what yes. I mean? Absolutely. Like just the building blocks I learned working uh, many years ago with Clinique when I was working at the makeup counters, like all of those things I learned back then, I still use and apply to this day is that, that foundation that I was able to build from many, many years ago that still mm -hmm. is applicable right now do you still have a clinique uh, lab coat anywhere no i had to return that when i got fired mm -hmm. um they didn't like the fact that i wanted to jazz up my lab coat oh how did you jazz it up i would wear brooches i would decorate it with brooches on one side or um i would like try to go to work with just a little bit of makeup like eyeliner and oh people weren't doing that back then oh no 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 no, no, no you no, had to no, be no, working no. at mac if you want to do all that only at mac and i was always trying to impress the like counter manager at Max. So I'd be like, oh, well, if you see me over in Clinique doing all this, you're going to want me over there. Right. And yeah, I never, no. never got the opportunity. No. Working like behind the scenes, is there someone that you've worked with that like you, you saw the trend, like they, you saw a transformation that you weren't expecting or someone you just had a really great time with? Oh, I, I had a really good time with Lonnie Love. Mm -hmm. She was a lot of fun because uh, she was the first person that actually let me uh, go as far as I want it. Mm -hmm. um, normally when you work with celebrities, they're very afraid of uh, letting go of their image because that's who they are and that's how they make their money. They don't want their image destroyed. So right. I was going very light on her and she looked at herself in the mirror and was like, bitch, if you don't fucking go in. And I wow. said, what? <laughs> she said, I want I want to look like one of y'all. I want to look like a drag queen. I watch this show. Right. And she's a fan of drag. And I was just like, really? You're going to let me do what I want to do? And she's like, go. And I was like, all right, cool. So I, I, I start carving her out. And she turned out amazing. And she was so much fun. Um, Danny, on this past season yeah. of Celebrity, um, he like fangirled once he found out that I was going to be his makeup oh, artist. Oh, I love that. And made me feel very comfortable working with him and he always just was like I just want you to just have fun with my face he looked great like Thank you. he constantly looked fucking great it's interesting because watching the show you know when we do stuff like this people don't realize that even though you're close friends with somebody or your family with somebody what we do requires a lot of especially when it's behind the scenes requires a lot of um being tight-lipped mm-hmm uh, because we have respect for who we're working for. Absolutely. And we want to keep having that job. So, like, when you're off working on something, it doesn't have to come up in conversation because I already know. I'll find out in the back end with everyone else. And it's not about keeping a secret from a friend. It's about keeping allegiance to a company. Absolutely. And so it's exciting. It ends up being even more exciting because then when I was watching, I was like, now, I know Mayhem has done this show before in a different way. Like, I know she's done stuff with with Drag Race. But when I was watching certain things, I'm like, I feel like I see Mayhem's technique. And then there was a <laughs> moment where I texted you and I went, bitch, I just saw your arm. 
Uh-huh. Do you remember I, I was laughing you? so hard? You're like, oh, me and Davey are watching. We see your arm. I was like, Because <laughs> they weren't showing any of the, any no, of the artists. No, because you don't see any of the artists. Um, and I saw your tattoo, and I was like, bitch, that is her. mayhem. And not only can we tell the I can tell the I can tell the makeup, but he spotted the tattoo. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so interesting watching your friends do stuff like that, because when you do, like, yourself or James or, or different people that have done stuff, like with the Christmas movie that was out, mm-hmm. people don't realize that, that's not something you apply for as a job. No. You are headhunted for that. I sometimes forget that, you know, it's not an audition base. It's not like, oh, I, I read about this part. My agent sent me the script and I'm going to try for this and I get it. No, like people see your body of work and they know what you're capable of and they say, we want you. Right. And it's a it's a truly an honor when you're like, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Like this is this is something I, I worked hard for for our all my career and it's being recognized and I'm getting celebrated and it's pretty, pretty cool. It is really cool. And it's really cool to see so many girls that we've worked with coming up together from all the times that we've known each other, be able to participate in different ways at different times, doing that same kind of work and letting it, letting them shine individually. Mm -hmm. It's really sickening that we wouldn't have known. Like, you know, we used to joke all the time about like, um, all the times that we've spent at all these different clubs that are not even around anymore. You know, we spent so much time at Oasis, not around anymore. But we have such good memories oh, yeah. of the fun that we had there. Divas in the mix. Divas in the mix. <laughs> or uh, what was it when uh, Raven was, we were calling it the beautiful tour. And she was like, oh my she God. was Christina Aguilera forever. Uh huh. It's just so many fun things like that. That, that it, don't go away. It's weird, like, to look back, especially then, when we first started doing drag, and to where it's at now. It is not the same beast. It's not the same animal. And I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, do I like it that way? Do mm-hmm. I like that it's changed? Because I am benefiting from the change. Right. But... It's something about the magic of back then that mm-hmm. I wish we still had. That rawness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still felt like it was edgy. I still felt like we were doing something naughty in a way. Right. Like now I can go and pump my gas and not worry about someone trying to harass me or anything. I literally walked in the grocery store yesterday, full high whore drag. And, and I live now in an even more conservative neighborhood now. Mm-hmm. And... I was expecting. I was like, I know someone's going to say some shit. I know I'm going to have to run to the car. I know that. Let me have my phone ready, you know. And I get to the counter and the lady's like, so uh, how many pounds of uh, that chicken did you want? And I'm like, oh, hi. Oh, wow. Oh, Oh, wow. She's like, oh, yeah, beautiful makeup. And I was like, oh. oh, Wow. Thank you. And I'm like, damn. I was like, all these Trump flags I see in the parking lot. Uh Nobody's going to fuck with me. Uh I'm like, oh. I think I know what you're saying because we've talked about this before. Like we do benefit from it and it is wonderful and I don't want anyone to ever feel endangered. So it's nice to not feel endangered. But what happens too is we hear of the movement of all drag being valid. And that doesn't mean that all drag is necessarily bookable or mm-hmm. all drag is uh, polished. Or But then, you know, we as people that are of a certain age – we also hear that backlash from people when we do bring that up. When someone's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm now a drag artist. I've decided I'm a drag artist. I need to be paid X amount of dollars or I'm not going to be in your show. And you're like, oh, well, I didn't ask you to be in the show. And then also, mm-hmm. where else have you worked? And they're like, respect me, respect my drag. And it's like, you don't even have an outfit yet. But well, what is your drag? So I should ex- respect your intention. 
I think people forget when it comes to drag that it has to be your art before it can be your career. It has to also be your passion, too. Right. I think the confusion sometimes is people see the fame and the glitz and the glamour of it all and think that they should have a piece of that. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Yeah. I mean, but... And you should. You should work for yeah, that. Yeah, but a lot of us didn't do that for, for that reason. Like, I did it because I wanted free drinks. That was my goal. I yeah. was like, I just wanted to go out and just look pretty and get free drink tickets at night. Like, that was my thing. I just wanted to go out and look pretty and hang out with you and Vanity and, and Raven and just, you know, have our cigarettes on the patio and talk shit and let people look at us like we were fucking misfits and weirdos. And, yep. and we lived in our own fantasy. And it was just that. And, you know, now it's like, oh, well, no, I, I, I do this because I want to have a million followers on TikTok. Right. Well, that's not what drag is about. Like, right. Drag's not about that. It's about... Drama. Is that what drag is about? Girl. See, true queens have... Look. You see? You're just busting ass over what? there. <laughs> you smell that? <laughs> what's what's my scent of the night? <laughs> what is it? Tell me what you... What notes does that have? <laughs> Does it have open butt? <laughs> <I> fucking you. <laughs> you tell the kids about open butt? We have not gotten into open butt, but we're only in the first segment of the conversation. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I love this. That's I like cute, all the right? drama. Yeah, no, that's totally true. I mean, we could sit and talk all day, and we probably will, about uh, the idea of people wanting to do drag. And I'm excited about that, and I know you are too. But the entitlement of just because you're interested doesn't mean that it's immediately your profession. Absolutely not. It's not. Let's take a break. We'll be back. And we are back with my extra <laughs> special guest, Mayhem Miller, who has been uh, chugging from the butt, as she says. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to hurry up and get the party started. Yeah. Yeah. Drama. 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 And then a little bit more comes out, just like a little tiny bit. It's like the... It's like when you pee and drag. Oh, have you God. ever like yeah, had to yeah, pee yeah. and drag, and then you think you're done? But well, once you like move the tights, just that little bit of pee comes. Oh, don't! And you're I like, can't. oh fuck! I can't. I can't. <laughs> uh, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Or what about have you ever gone pee? Uh, like you've waited like the whole day and drag. Say you're filming or something, and then you you go pee and you're like, oh, this is I feel so much better, and then you stop. And then it starts all over again. Yeah. The full same amount. And you're uh -huh. like, you're like wait. chambers? Like, see, I think there's three. Yeah. I think there's three chambers. Yeah. There's that first initial push. Uh-huh. Then there's that relaxed motion. Uh-huh. Then is the, oh, man, I'm not done yet. That's like Sharon Needles used to talk about uh, the bile mile. She would know. Do you know about the bile mile? She said that's like... That's when you just get like all the way to the end. Well, I, you know what? We can't even talk about that because that's that goes into open butt and like. But how? Let me shut up. Let me stop. I know, I let know, because I forget that this is also, you know, this is for family you as well. You know, she tried to get me once. I know she did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She did in Germany. And did she get you? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, speaking <laughs> of getting you, you know, we talk about coming up uh, in drag, like you know, s at similar times. 
And I was talking with someone recently about like when the club's over, you know, you go to like a drive through or maybe you go to an after party mm-hmm. or something. Are you familiar with a place called Shoppy in Riverside? Oh my gosh. Le Shoppy. Le Shoppy. Yes, I am very familiar. Um, they don't have a drive through window. No, but you get served. But <laughs> you definitely get served. And uh, and you can drive mm-hmm. in circles. Yeah. Yeah. What about Mustang Ranch? Oh, Stangs. Stangs, as the kids call it. Once again, you can't, there's no window, but there are doors. No, there are doors. <laughs> and there are openings like this. Mm-hmm. And there's Hello. like openings like this. Like this. Hello, then, who's in there? Who's that? Who's that? Oh my god, do you remember that one time? <laughs> the glitter? <laughs> no, the yank. The yank. You don't remember the yank? No, but I remember the glitter. You tell me the yank. Okay, so one time we were at the at the Stangs and Kool-Aid was in one booth and there was a stranger in the other. He pulls his dick through the hole. Uh-huh. And we're all just standing there and we're like, Yeah, girl, suck it. Suck it, bitch. She's like, I will watch. And so she goes down to act like she's gonna suck it and she grabs it. And then fucking tugs on his dick. All of a sudden you hear him, boom, hit the wall. No. And bitch, we all took off running. No. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So we're like waiting to see who the dude was. Who was it? <laughs> it was Larry. <laughs> no. No. But it, you're close. <laughs> no. It was Jimmy. <laughs> it was Bob or Cal. <laughs> I was not going to say who was, You better tell me later. I have another one, too. I'll tell you about Wait, that Wait, if you later. don't know what we're talking about, this is a uh, this is a store that sells different books, like, books <laughs> and regalia for people, like, like, like sexual regalia. Mm-hmm. And they also have places where you can preview movies. You preview movies that are available for purchase for you to take home. And you go in privately, and there's enough room for you your, to sit yourself. Um, and they don't or encourage, others. Well, they don't encourage that other people come in, but it doesn't mean you can't still have contact with other people. <laughs> so basically, the uh, hole will be carved out in the wall for you to either peek through or send messages in some way um, to the other people. Mm-hmm. And so, but how do you signal to the other person? Well, you can signal in more than one way. But when you when you brought up Kool Aid, it reminded me of the fact that Kool Aid, who is a drag queen from uh, from the area that we've known forever. Um, was always known for wearing this pink glitter. She always mm-hmm. wore pink glitter mm-hmm. on her lips and everyone loved it. And she was in a booth and she left her pink, she had her pink glitter on. But then another girl went in <laughs> and came out, was talking to everybody, talking about who she hit it with. But for some reason, she had Kool Aid's pink glitter all over her mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but said she hit it with some other guy. I don't know. I was confused. Uh, yeah. There, you know what? I think a lot of confusion would happen there because I remember a, a friend of ours was confused about me and was was like, well. Were they sending messages through the hole? No, there was no hole. There was, you know how there was a a mirror that you could see through the hallway, Uh like a rear view, like you could see who's behind you if you're sitting in. So I'm walking by and I could see her face and she was like, come here. And I was like, what? And she's like, girl, ain't nobody here tonight. I was like, no, it's dead. She's like, so, uh, fuck my throat, yeah? Goodbye. And I was like, wait, what? But we're friends. She's like, but? Ew. Yeah. I did. Vanity's not even here, girl. I did. I wanted a booking. Dang. What? What? That's how you got in shows. How did she say it, though? She's like, fuck my throat. I said, yeah. 
that brutal? Like that yeah. honest? Well, you know, sometimes you gotta tell people what you want. You gotta be direct. It's been twenty years. Are you gonna revisit that with her? Fuck yeah. Dang. Why not? You're like that? Why not? You gotta empty sometimes. If you, you let it build up, you hurt yourself. Much. What? That's too much. This is a style and sophistication talk show. And? And? <laughs> I've never heard of that kind of behavior. I've never participated in anything like that. No. Now what? No. Now what? How did you know about these places? I'm just looking through the cards, and I wanted <laughs> to see more things I wanted to talk to you about. What's there? Uh, if the eyes are the windows to the soul, our next guest... Oh, no, no. Never mind. Wrong card. Ah, <laughs> fuck. Um, no. The, the thing is, that's what I'm saying. Like, we used, when we used to do... Where we used to go, it was a different time. It was different. Like, now the kids have all the apps that they don't have to go hunt for dick. They could right. just, in the comfort of their home, just scroll and say, hey, what's up? But for us back then, it was like... We well, didn't have that. You going to the park tonight? Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. The knows? idea of cruising was a thing. I mean, I wish it still was a thing. Well, I hear it is in some places, but, mm-hmm. you know, they, I heard about that site. It's called, Which like, one? Sniffies or something like that. Oh, is it, like, a grinder or? It's like one of those, but, like, it uses GPS, of course, so you can see who's around you, but it's, like, geared on, like, public. Like, you can go and, like, meet someone, like, on the corner of Hollywood and Highland, and you're like, hey, there's a bathroom over here. Like, come Didn't they get rid of the Starbucks over there? Is it, is it Hollywood? I don't drink coffee. Oh no, it's Santa Monica, Santa Monica Boulevard and Hut. I think it's over there by Whole Foods. They got rid of a star. You don't drink coffee? No. Well, what do you get I at Starbucks? Like, I don't like stimulation. I don't like caffeine. I don't like none of that. I'm, I'm you know. Oh, you do only drink water. I, that is true. But sometimes you and have beer. a yeah. You have a beer. No wine. Yeah. What's your and favorite tequila. beer? What favorite beer? Uh huh. Ooh, Stella. That's like champagne beer. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's for richer people. Are you a person of money? No, but uh, my girlfriends are. <laughs> <laughs> what? You okay? Um, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I'm down for whatever. I mean, I'm down for whatever. Also, we recently did a show together in Palm Springs, and it's so interesting too because. We've been working in Palm Springs for a very long time, and there have been sort of little respites or like little pockets where we're not working in Palm Springs as consistently. But we worked forever and ever and ever establishing the show at Toucans and establishing shows all over the desert and, and having such a good time. It's interesting to watch Palm Springs, which used to be a playground for us. Do you, do you remember when <laughs> it used to be like almost cheap for us to go to Palm Springs? Like, uh, yeah. Like, we would get a room for a couple of nights, or we knew somebody that had a place. Mm-hmm. Um, we would always go eat at the casino. Um, we would hang out at Tooks late at night. Like We till... would shut the club down. It's so different now. I think because of, like, all the festivals, like, everyone goes to Palm Springs. <sighs> it's weird to watch that city change, because I remember growing up in the Inland Empire, like, Palm Springs is just 20 down, twenty minutes down the street from me. So right. it's like, it was never like a, a destination place for me like that. It was like, oh, girl, it's right down the street. That's where the old gays go. Like, right. That's just what it is. And we would go and we'll do our shows out there. It was, it felt uh, close-knit. It felt like family. It felt like a small town vibe. Like, you would have, of course, you know, the people that would visit, you know, from out of town. But it was, it was very much like, this right now you go and it's like what the fuck happened here right 
But okay, I guess. It wasn't like a cheap place, but it, it, I'm like, how do I put this? It was affordable for sure. I just remember like, you could live in Palm Springs for nothing nearly. Right. And now like, you know, I think a lot of people got wind of like, oh wow, the real estate here is, you can get away with getting all this shit for nothing. And then of course that drove the market completely up to the fucking roof. Like, now, is it smoke? Well, I'm looking at is a piece of smoke coming over you, but I think it might be a spirit. I am surrounded by good spirits. I am. I usually drink them, but... You do. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, like, seriously, I remember we would always... It wouldn't be uncommon if we were working on a Sunday to be like, oh, we'll just get a room. We'll just get a room. We'll just get a room. We'll mm-hmm. just stay at so-and-so's. Like, now it's like, get a room. Girl, you're going to have, like... Yeah. I don't have $300 for a room. Like, yeah, like, what? I just wanted to crash here and, like, get up early in the morning. Like, where Where is the uh, Motel 6? Even, girl, and when, like, prides and shit roll around? I'm oh, no. Like, baby. Mm-mm. If we're talking over, like, $500 for a room, like... You might as well just Airbnb somewhere. We then, might as well just stay at my mom's house. And yeah. We can just all drive over later yeah. on. Listen, Palm Springs is always going to have a special place in our heart because of all the memories we've made there and continue to make there. But goddamn, why is it so expensive now? Well, we got to get rid of those people. They're getting rid of themselves. We, we, what we'll do is we'll go and rent their Airbnbs and trash them. They'll leave. Dang. What? We'll wear our masks. They won't know who we are. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> back with my extra special guest Mayhem Miller, the queen of the party. Oh yes, yes, um, yes. It's always weird when I have like, I mean everybody that comes on the show is my friend. And it's weird when there has to be, you know, when you're making something, <laughs> there's those moments where you're introducing someone like the way other people sort of know you, but then I'm like, that's not how I know her. I know her more than that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. We always, when we FaceTime, I, Mayhem, I'll be talking to Mayhem and like I'll constantly make these faces or like, because I'll lay in whatever position. You know when you're like on a Zoom call for work? Uh-huh. You try to like present yourself as like, oh, hello, yes. Uh-huh. You're uh-huh. wearing a clean shirt. But like if I'm with you, I'm upside down in the wing. I'm upside down in the wing chair. Yeah. With one leg hanging off and I'm like looking up at you and like all my nose hairs and boogers are hanging out. But we always answer it the same way. We always have this hand resting on our forehead. I don't know why. Every fucking time. I'm like, what is wrong with us? I don't know. We we weren't loved Our heads we itch from wearing wigs so much. Oh, it could be like rash. It could be. This is the part of the podcast where people uh, send letters in. You know what this is. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know this what- This is from the anals. This is from the anals. I don't know what letters come in here because I see them just as you see them. Okay. Um, and I always wonder that. I'm like, do you guys like, like really get people that send in letters or do you guys like make it yourself? Well, I kind of thought in the beginning when they set up the email address, I was like, girl- no one's sending no motherfucking letters. Like, this is it. They're just making this up. But people really do send them in. And if you want to send a letter that you want answered, send it to readmedelta at gmail.com. I will get the letters and we will sit here and either give good advice, bad advice, <laughs> maybe literally not just read your letter, but read you. Um, I love when they want you to read them. 
I know. It, people do that to you all the time. I know they've done it to me. Because I know how to cut someone out real good. But I'm like, I don't know you. Why would I just like, start reading you? It's like That's... those people that want to get like, like choked and pissed on. Oh no, it's sex. not the same. Like you... My clients are not like that at all. <laughs> they don't. They they don't want that out of school. They want it in. Okay, hi Delta. What is your favorite day of the week and why? <laughs> the choices are Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, uh-huh. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Those are I all the days. Can't wait for the next episode. Are you my mom? Are you my mom? Love Keith. Girl, Keith. What's your favorite day of the week? Oh shit. Um my, the day that I don't have to go to work. That's a good day. Yeah. That's a good I, day. No, I love Mondays because I never work on those. I I try to like really, really, really never take a gig on a Monday. Um, so I get to sit at home, take my I take myself on self dates. Okay. I always tell myself like, hey, today is the pedicure day, today's the lunch day, today's the movie day, like you get to All just be with you. So mm. I, I would say Monday is probably my favorite day. Do you still get cappuccino color put on your toenails? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, I don't get cappuccino anymore because they stopped making it. See, they stopped making one of my colors a long time ago, too. Mm-hmm. I hate that shit because it was the perfect nude that it looked like my natural nail. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, um, I, I just get, like, clear now. That's what I get anymore. Yeah, I don't get yeah. crazy with my nail colors anymore. Because it, it fits everything. It just looks clean. Yeah. yeah. I wear a lot of open-toed shoes. I wear a lot of, like, slides and sandals and stuff, so... I, I I want my toes to look like natural, I guess, with whatever I'm wearing. I don't want some weird color to throw off everything. Right, right. No, that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. Well, my favorite day of the week is Mondays. That's when Very Delta comes out, and that's my favorite day of the week. See, why are we the same? Yeah. We are we. We are we. All right. Let's get another letter. Oh Ooh. goodness. Oh. It's in purple. It's in. Purple. That's another Halloween color. It is a Halloween color, and it is from. It's like uh, American Greetings Hallmark card. Mm. Don't worry. There's no monster under your bed. But there is a dead body. The ghost already <laughs> scared it off. Oh. Hope your Halloween is hauntingly fun. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. Let's see the, read the letter. That's cute. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is a long one. <clears throat> oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Look at that. Oh, what a kind of essay. Hi, Delta. I grew up in Orange County, and I absolutely love hearing your references to all these throwback spots. My best friend, Nicole, lives in Long Beach, and we've seen you several times, and we adore you. One time you were judging a wet underwear contest I entered at Hamburger Mary's. We all stood on our little kiddie pools. I was wearing banana underwear and began revealing a little too much. So the security guard had me kicked out of the contest. I still had a blast, and you were a good sport. I've since learned how to act composed at queer clubs and bars, and I need your insight. I'm going with Nicole to her bachelorette party in Miami, and we're going to a drag show. As a gay man, I'm worried about being in the big, annoying bachelorette party group. What do you think of such groups? What should I do to prepare the group to not be those girls? Besides tipping and not touching the queens, what else should I do so everyone has a good experience? See you at (laughs) Very Delta Live, Tyler. That's cute. I mean, you know, Tyler, I think Tyler. Yeah, I think Tyler, you already know. I mean, the their group, the group that you're going with is lucky to have you. But you do you are in a precarious situation because as the gay of the group, it is your sole responsibility 
to make sure that they behave, or at least that they have the tools. I do highly suggest tipping. I mean, yes, that's an important part of what happens. But there are going to be people that maybe don't have the money to tip, and that's absolutely okay. If they don't have the money to tip, it's, it is not a requirement, and I don't think anybody should feel left out of participating, but they're going to have to still have a good time. You know, they can clap for people. If it's something that they absolutely don't enjoy and you can tell that they're like, they are not having it, have them go sit on the patio, mm. have them go play pool, have them do something else in the establishment that has nothing to do with the drag show because not everyone's going to love drag. Some people are going to go, this is too much for me or I don't get it. Like, you know what I, I mean? I mean, you know, if you are that sole person in the group that, I mean, your job literally is to prep everyone yeah. before you get to the venue and say, this woman tell you, don't touch them. Right. Don't jump on the stage. Don't. You could be loud. Please have all the energy. I love that. But <clears throat> but don't don't do. Please don't do this one. This is the one I really hate. Oh, it's not fair. You're so pretty. This is not mm -hmm. fair. I should let you do my makeup. What do you I mean should... it's not fair? Bitch, it took, you know what I had to do to look this way? Right. Shit. Yeah, what, it is fair. About, How about wait. you take some time, bitch? What about this one? Hold on. What's that? <laughs> no. Uh, wait. Uh, oh. Okay. Jump. Jump, oh, monkey dance. Dance, monkey dance. It's my friend's birthday. It's my friend's we birthday. We know. Your friend has a crown on yeah. and a fucking sash and a fucking lit up fucking dress. Like, bitch, we know what's up. And the up. host just called everybody up for the birthdays. We're, we want we to celebrate the birthdays. We want to celebrate yeah. the bachelorettes. Unfortunately, everybody else is here to watch the show, too. You're not it, the show. It can't be just one party because you had the most people, so nobody else gets to watch the show. Like Now, if you pay, then you, get, you, you pay, you play. Right. If you have the money to make sure that... Oh, we don't want nobody else to get no attention. You stay focused here. Well, shower us with money. I, right. I don't mind that. I will collect every motherfucking dollar you got. And I know you know this, Tyler, by the way. I'm not, like, reading you. Like, we know that you know this. I think you're just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you might be prefacing us that, you know, in case we're in Miami when this bachelorette party happens and everyone acts like a shit ass and then you're there, like, we know that it's not your fault. It's not <laughs> It's not fault. your fault, Tyler. As, as long as he wants to wet those underwear. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember these banana underwear. He said I didn't know there was a wet underwear contest there. Oh, girl, they used to. So they used to bring people out, and there also used to be a, the go-go dancers where they would put them in the shower at Mary's. <gasps> so they would bring out a freestanding shower. One go-go dancer would get in and then take a shower, but he had his underwear on, of course. Um, the thing is that shower would always leak all over the dance floor, mm. and also there was always in the back this like gross bucket of like old underwear that were wet from the previous week. Oh, goodbye. And I think the go-go dancers put them on. No. Uh, uh, no. Smell like mildew and shit. Yes. They no, were like wet. Like there was like brine or something. I miss those days. I know. We don't have that anymore anywhere. You can't do that. Not here in LA. You can't do that. No, you're not allowed yeah. to do it no more. That was fun. Uh, always. Thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me again. Will you come back again? I will. I would like to come again and, and again, again and again. But we have to remember that you like Stella beer, champagne. I will look. You know me. I'm not picky. I am very easy to go with. Just give me anything cold. I'll swallow it. It's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. Well, listen. Um, if you'd like to send a letter to be answered on the podcast, you can send a letter to readmedelta at gmail.com. That's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Mayhem Miller one more time for being here. Thanks for having me. The queen of the purity. And also, where mm -hmm. can people find you? You can always find me uh, on social media at The Only Mayhem, all platforms. Mm -hmm. 
And, uh, you know, my schedule always is busy. So you can see me at the Abbey on Tuesdays for all that Tuesdays. Yep. You can see me in Riverside on Fridays at uh, my show, Fuck Yeah Fridays, and all over wherever else. Whoever yep. wants to book a bitch, I'll be there. Queen of the party. Yeah. Queen of the no party. party without me. Drama. Drama. Let me tell you something, honey. If you want drama, you came to the right place because I'll give it to you. Happy Halloween. I want to thank you all so much for listening to Very Delta and a special hello to everyone who watches the talk show on YouTube. Hi. Thank you. We love you. Very Delta comes out every Monday right here on the Very That podcast feed and on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel. Also, you know what's Very Delta? Subscribing. Subscribe to Mom Podcast so you do not miss an episode. Also, send questions about wedge heels, kitten <laughs> heels, kittens, cats, pets, pet peeves to readmedelta at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work, and you can join me right here. But until then, make sure you keep things very scary, Delta. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Joe Cilio.